What's going on, everybody? Today on the podcast, I got a special guest with me. Stay tuned. This is going to be awesome. So our guest for today is none other than my good friend, Jonathan Rivera. For those of you that don't know him, he's an amazing man of God. He's a great man of God. He leads at Zarephath Christian Church, the Spanish ministry. He's also a vocalist and a musician. So Jonathan, I am so glad to have you here. Thank you for having me, bro. Um, this is definitely something new for me as much as a lot of the things that God has been doing in my life. It's it's all new, but uh, all I can do is just trust in him. So I'm going to do my best. I apologize like I have been for since you've been telling me that you wanted to invite me. And uh, I just want to apologize to everyone else because uh, your boy gets nervous <laughs> and it's, it's normal. Not- but yeah. We're just going to let the spirit go. Amen. Amen. It's all good, man. We're just glad you're here, bro. So, man, if you guys don't know, my brother just recently got married, newlywed, him (laughs) and his his wife, Tiffany. Um, They got married June 5th. Yes, sir. It was such a beautiful, awesome wedding. And I got to ask you, man, how's how's marriage? What has God been teaching you through marriage? And, And just give us some insight. Um, marriage has been a trip. It's been a journey in itself. Um, honestly, when people ask me, um, how's marriage? I say I was, I was meant for it. Amen. Um, I've learned so much in, in the midst of, um, of my marriage with Tiffany. Honestly, I've just seen the, the relationship between, um, between Jesus and his bride. Um, I was mm. sharing a little bit of that with you earlier. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I see just the, the vulnerability of just like God seeing all our imperfections yeah. and even our, our stubbornness and our rebellion mm. and our unfaithfulness and just still loving us and still having compassion and still having patience mm-hmm. and just, and just literally just sharing in their sufferings, just knowing and having hope and faith that once that eventually that love is just gonna cultivate them and motivate them to just continue to pursue life. Yeah, is it together? Is, amen. Is it what you expected, or is it is it is it above and beyond? In a in a good way, of course. Obviously, is it what I expected? Yeah. Well, <laughs> my marriage hasn't necessarily started off in uh the the best circumstances and i say that because obviously um i got injured um a month literally before uh getting married that's right we're literally this podcast is literally being recorded and he is in the healing process of that so yeah so um i got surgery literally four weeks from today and uh the first week was was brutal and uh tiffany has had to be literally everything for me and literally take care of me like i'm a child who can't do anything but um not the best circumstances to to start off our our marriage but you know like god bless her because she's just always willing and just even though i felt so bad she's just like no it's fine yeah yeah (laughs) so but yeah no it's 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 not what i imagined but i just i just thank god because 
it's only through this through this relationship that I truly see the reflection of what marriage was to him. Amen. Amen. That's so good. You know, a lot of people around our age and we're we're in our twenties, mm-hmm. right? Um, and a lot of young adults in our age, they kind of stray away from marriage. Mm-hmm. They're kind of in fear about marriage and getting married at such a young age, you know? Yeah. Well, what do you have to say about that? Wow, that's a that's a that's a big question. Um what what would you give like as advice? What would you give to anyone who is who's young and you know, they're kind of fearful about com- commitment and Sheesh. you know what I mean? My biggest problem. <laughs> um honestly the relationship part of it was just really just um it was hard because it was constantly just going back and forth whether this was right, whether this was wrong. Mm. Um, um, trying to see what we have in common and just really not even just trying to avoid what we didn't have in common and stuff like that. But it wasn't until the season of engagement where it was really just like we really got to see the fullness of, of, of God's plan and his intentions with wow. marriage. And... Um, I really got to learn and, and really get to like see my relationship as a whole and, and the beauty of it and what God was doing in the midst of that. I feel yeah. like like a lot of, of, of um of our of our generation, like our like our age group, you say young adults and even younger people and even even older than us, like we all mm-hmm. try to try to find a partner and trying to find I guess um you can say uh, trying to find similarities, trying to find the chemistry yeah. in the midst of um, of a partner, someone that yeah. we could call a best friend, someone that we could live with, mm-hmm. and um, and honestly, like that just goes so far from what um, God had intended. Um, wow. Um, I'm big on relationship, even though I try to run away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could, that's just that's just part of my testimony, but um, but just honestly like 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 in the midst of my relationship like i've seen like the fullness of what jesus truly had intended for relationship and i'm not just talking about marriage but any kind of relationship like like it's a it's a gradual it starts it's a humble beginning and it just gradually gets deeper and deeper but it it comes it comes to to the first the the beginning of two people genuinely wanting the best for one another Mm -hmm. And not seeking their own desires and Ooh, not and good. not and not looking into like what does this person have to offer me, but just mm. genuinely caring for that person. Wow. You know, I, I always say that friendship is the most purest form of, of relationship. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Because it's just like when you're able to just give freely everything that you have to someone else and vice versa it's just like you guys aren't even t- you're not draining each other but you're literally pouring into one another so that none of you guys are ever drained mm. yeah you, you give you pour out and you're getting filled at the same, at the time. same time so it's just oh, like there's so no good. there's no there's no intentions there's no um there's no um selfish desires selfish yeah. motives but you're just earnestly just wanting the best in this person and vice versa. So there's no fear. There's no reason to mistrust. There's no yeah. reason to fear of getting hurt mm-hmm. and this, this and that because you guys are mutually in this for the best, for the better of the two. Yeah. So then that's where friendships can gradually develop into something more because it's not just one person feels deeper than the other, but yeah. you guys have mutually gotten to this point where you guys feel deeper 
um, emotions for one another Mm -hmm. to where it's just like, it's not just, I have feelings for this person and, um, and I'm scared that, um, I'm going to ruin the relationship, you know, but it's just like, once you guys get to such a deep point in your friendship, that's where something deeper can develop. But it comes when you guys meet there at the same time. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So it's important to get sharpened because I I feel like getting into a marriage, we also have to understand um, our position of who we are in Christ, especially godly marriage, Yes, you know, understanding our position in Christ and same for with our spouse, right? Mm -hmm. That they will also understand that, like you said, draining one another when you guys go through things and you guys are in deep waters that it's not you versus her or Mm -hmm. her versus you. It's kind of you guys tag teaming against that issue, against Mm -hmm. that problem in prayer. Yeah. And that all comes with what you said, developing that friendship, Mm -hmm. right? And growing, especially being rooted in God Mm -hmm. first. That's so good. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Yeah, man. And it's just like, like, granted, like with me and Tiffany in our marriage, I mean, obviously you'll ask anyone about their marriage and they'll tell you that first year I've I've always heard it. First Mm -hmm. year is always tough, you know, Mm -hmm. because you got to get accustomed to just living with someone and this, this and that. Yeah. But it's, but it's true, you know, so it's just like with me and Tiffany, it's just like, like me and Tiffany are two people that genuinely are just like, just soft spoken. Obviously we could get, we could get loud and we could get uh, passionate and stuff like yeah. that. But we're two people who aren't quick to just like, like bump Butt heads, bump, bump heads yeah. and stuff like that. But in the, in the midst of that, it's just like when issues come, it's just like, like, reiterating and and emphasizing the the importance of it's not just you and me but it's us like like god said come on god said adam said this is bone of my bone flesh of my flesh like two become one and and it's and it's literally us two it's not it's not it's not jonathan and tiffany it's 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 uh it's it's I was going to try to refer it in a way where we combine the both names, but you get what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah. literally, it's literally the it's us as a whole. There we go. The <laughs> Rivera's there. That's a good one. The Rivera's like, it's, it's us too. Yeah. And it's against whatever situation is against any obstacle that comes our way. And yeah. it's just like, how are we going to do this? And the beautiful thing about it, it goes back into what I said about how, when we try to invest in a relationship, mm-hmm. We go into it, first of all, with our own desires, mm. what we're looking into them. Mm-hmm. But one other thing that we look into is the similarities, which I had addressed before. Yeah. Now, get this. God did not want you to be in a relationship with someone that's exactly like you. Come on. You got to say it again. <laughs> we we got to say it again because that was, that was beautiful. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, seriously, God did not. Want you to be in a relationship with someone that's exactly like you. I mean, look at it this way, and I put I, I put I put this picture all the time. It's just like, how do you expect to grow with someone that has the same customs, not just the good habits, but the bad habits as you? As you? Yeah. How how do you expect to grow if you guys aren't aren't um challenging one another? Yeah. You know, in the midst of of my engagement, in the midst of um engagement counseling um marriage counseling yeah yeah um it was just uh i realized that the deeper we got into it that that the emphasis of our differences mm. you know when it came to adam god told him that you i will get um i'm giving you someone compatible to you now what is compatibility i wish i had the definition we could look into it <laughs> yeah. but 
but what compatibility is it's really like um it's like compatibility is is basically complementing one another and what is complement it's not being um the same but it's just you fill in the gaps you get what i'm saying so yeah. what what your strengths are in is just like she's probably going to lack and whatever you lack in she's going to all right my yeah. brother looked it up so it's just <laughs> the natural ability to live or work together in harmony yeah so it's literally right there in itself is saying harmony what is harmonizing harmonizing and singing is different different um different um voices voices like different um tones tones there we go (laughs) i'm a singer but i don't know these terms (laughs) forgive me but um it's different terms and they blend yeah and they do this and and when they blend they sound they sound perfect they it sounds so beautiful and it sounds as one yeah but it's all two it's different components to it yeah but it it, but it meshes so good that it just comes out in this beautiful Mm. and beautiful um aroma Mm -hmm. type if you would say so um so it's just like like literally like the example that was for example because the same example that was in the book that we're getting into is the same example for me and tiffany now i'm more of a people person as to where she's more tax oriented Mm -hmm. now now tiffany obviously has her friends and um but it's hard for her to engage in new people which granted it's hard for me to do too but yeah. by the grace of God and by his holy spirit he pushes me and challenges me every day to get out of my comfort zone yeah. and engage like people. look right here right now yeah like this <laughs> it's I'm podcast. telling you guys this is not me this is the spirit of the lord cuz i <laughs> i try to run from this stuff <laughs> but um but yeah it's just like like while you're a people person it's just like like when it comes to gathering together all right it's easy for you mm. But what is the purpose behind you gathering with people? Mm. You know, while you're so caught up in the relationship and the in the just the communion of the people, it's just like she's gonna be right there and she's gonna be like, babe, don't don't forget why we're here. Yeah. She's gonna keep me on top of things. Yeah. She's, she's gonna remind me of what I have to do and what's the purpose behind getting together. Mm. And and that's the way we complement one another, yeah. you know. And 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 when it in the in in terms of um Adam and Eve, it was just like Adam had his job, he had his stuff, you know, and God brought someone compatible to him that 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 that, that together harmony. it was a harmony yeah. between the two that would make him whole. Yeah. You know, that would that would be good because he kept saying that man is not good for man to be alone. So he made someone com- suitable to him. Wow. And and it was just like it's funny because we don't realize it, but in the midst of God realized that Adam was alone and it wasn't good. Yeah. So he throws, he he shoves basically the animals in his face. And they were coming two by two, partner mates. Mm-hmm. And basically he's doing this. He gives them a task, but at the same time, he's trying to make him realize like, like there's something odd about this. I see everyone with their partner. Where's my partner? But Adam is so content in the <laughs> Lord and his, and his calling in his life that he doesn't realize. So he's yeah. just like, I got to do it on my own. <laughs> So he literally puts Adam to sleep and and does what he has to do and and behold Eve. And you know you know such a good revelation that I got about that to add on to what you said is Adam was was focused on his task mm-hmm. for the Lord. Yeah, he wasn't out looking. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's another problem. Yeah, that's a big problem right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, can you imagine all everyone? especially the males Mm -hmm. that are out and they're looking for for a companion they're looking for a spouse you know Mm -hmm. 
God will bring one to you. Yeah. Focus on the task that you mm-hmm. have at hand with him. Yeah. You know, develop your inner man mm-hmm. because you are the one as a male. You're the one that's going to lead this woman. Yeah. Wh- whoever it is that's going to come into your life, you're going to lead her and you're going to guide her. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're you're going to be well, Christ is the head. But in the, in the marriage, you're going to you're going to be guiding this this woman that's to yeah. be your wife. Mm-hmm. Then soon you guys are going to have kids and so on and so forth. And you have to. A lot of men just just go out searching and looking and and all these things. Mm-hmm. You got to focus on your task with the Lord. It will come. Your mm-hmm. wife will come in due time when you least expect it. Yeah. You know, like you said, look at Adam. He was busy doing God's work. Then God said, "You know what? Now, mm-hmm. now I will bring him a helper." Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy because even in that, because this is the crazy part, and this this really hit me. And I've had conversations with several people and they're just like, all right, but you and Tiffany's story is different because God literally brought all that into, into, into perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, but if, like you just said, if, if, if Adam wasn't developing his inner man and developing his relationship and, and being so, so focused on the task ahead of him that God put before him, if he didn't, hadn't gone through any of that and he would have, Eve presented to him it's just like granted all right it's like what's it called um so so it's just like adam goes to sleep and then he wakes up and this complete stranger is in front of him now what is what is our habit how do we process things will we be so quick to marry this person that's before us i I don't think so What, what what would be our intentions with them oh we we would we would want to figure out who they are. Okay. Why are they here? What's going on? Yeah. And to build something. Okay. To develop a, a a friendship or a relationship. Okay. Well, get this. Adam received her right away, but why? Mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> he believed he he received her as his wife, as his compatible as his compatible partner. Yeah. Not because of who she was, because despite receiving her then he she unfortunately was the one who led them to sin but even after that he still received her because he because not because of anything that eve could have um proved to him or 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 made him really see but it was because of his faith in the lord knowing that he made someone that was completely compatible and for him his trust wasn't in eve but it was in the lord and knowing that the lord had already provided everything he needed so how, why wouldn't he give him a perfect, suitable partner in life? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't question. No. He, just, he just received yep. it gladly. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So it was just like, after I got that, it was just like, there's no, there has to be no doubt in my heart whether Tiffany's the one for me. Yeah. Because, because if, if we were to get into my relationship, and that, and that could take another while in itself, <laughs> like... Like, you would see that God's hand was all over that. All over it. Let me just tell you guys, I've known these two lovebirds, right, since high school. And, man, what God has done, it is it is so amazing. Like you said, I, I don't even want to tap into it because we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we will be here for a while. But it, to see that and to see what God has done, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and it brings me to my next question. I know you're a leader, mm-hmm. and leadership is not easy. No, leadership is not easy at all. Um, 
God has to be involved. You have to let God lead. You can't do it all by your own strength. Mm -hmm. You will easily get tired. Yeah. So in that, I, I know we talked a little bit previous to this recording, but what has God taught you in, in leadership? And even as it's, you know, seeps into the church, right? Obviously leadership in the church, but seeps into your marriage yeah. and, and so on. Um, and friendships that you mm -hmm. have. What has God taught you in leadership? Well, he's told me my whole life I was a leader. Mm. And um, it hasn't been an easy, an easy, uh, I haven't made it easy for him or myself, I should say. Mm. Um, it's really, it's really about denying yourself. Um, and that's one of the easy, the hardest things that, that humankind could, or accomplish they can't they can't accomplish it without the help of the holy spirit yeah. and um but it's literally leadership has i've learned and i've realized and i've gotten revelation from just the example of jesus is that a leader serves he's a servant he's he's there to serve however way whichever way possible yeah. and it doesn't matter if it compromises his own his own um, preservation, his own comfortability. Yeah. Um, Even his reputation. His reputation, yeah. his emotions being hurt. Mm -hmm. He's willing to serve. Like it's a deep devotion. Like it's 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 deeper than deep. Like wow. like, but it it comes from from truly being rooted and having a solid foundation in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you'll think that you have to do all this stuff mm. and you'll Come be trained on. and you'll be tired. And I've been, I've not been a victim of that. I've been a prime example of, um, of truly just, just seeing the need, but feeling that I have to do it in my power and in my strength. Oh yeah. And, and it's, and it's, and it's been a toll that has taken on me. And, but, but overall, like I was sharing with you earlier, it's like, like I look at the grander picture, I see my life and I see everything that I've learned. It's just like everything, the heartache and all that and the good times even. It's just like God has all planned it out for my good. Yeah. You know, and um and it's just like whether it's with the with um when it comes to leadership at my church or like with my friends, it's just like 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 God, how how do you want me to present your love to these people? Mm. you know like i'm 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 i guess i guess even, this is, even within the people of the body of christ yeah right mm -hmm. mm. it's it's everywhere you go it's not even it's not even with your family your friends because jesus even talks about it and i love matthew um the sermon on the mount for this because he challenges us he tells us he tells us don't just love those who love you back yeah because even the sinners do that come on <laughs> and 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 i don't know if if I am crazy, but when I first hear those words, it gives me so much joy. It makes me laugh, yeah. like laugh. Because that's that's where we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where we're comfortable, loving those that are near to us or those yeah. that we know. Mm -hmm. You know, I, for 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 many of us, it's it's as though it's a risk mm -hmm. when we step out of those uh, that that boundary, that comfort zone of loving people and going out to love people that are that are unlovable, mm -hmm. right? And like we spoke about, Jesus didn't come for those who are healthy and whole and those who, who got it all together. Mm -hmm. Came for the weak, the lame, the sick, the poor, the, mm -hmm. the outcasts. Yeah. Remember, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like because of that, that we're afraid to take that risk of 
you know, what if, what if I get rejected? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, what if it doesn't work, you know, and, and just that. And I know earlier you were also talking about that, you know, that was something that your God is dealing with you (laughs) within your life right now, you know, like, like not being afraid Mm -hmm. and and not wondering the ifs, but just walking in faith and, and doing what God has called you to do. You've mentioned, you mentioned that every day, day in and day out, God is bringing people your way. Mm-hmm. that he wants you to pour into but because of that what if question that always haunts you 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 shy away from it yeah you know so talk about that a little bit um geez <laughs> put me out there no that's cool it's cool it's all for the glory of god i i i love being vulnerable um i believe vulnerability is one of the biggest things that yeah. that the body needs because People that don't know of him need to know that they're not alone, that mm-hmm. there's people that have gone through the same things as them. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, yeah, um, confrontation is, is one of the biggest things in my life that I struggle with to this day. Mm-hmm. And granted, we're talking about leadership and how, like, I've been called to be a leader my whole life, you know, but, um, I've granted a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the way I've led, I've led other people around me is through my actions, by the way that I live. You know, Jesus says you they will know you by the way that you love. And um, I hold that so close to my heart because I generally sometimes feel like like anyone can say something. And then but it, it all depends on how they live it out. Yeah. So but there also comes a point where you have to confront. And there also comes a point where you have to open your mouth. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes you're put in tight situations where you see things within whether it's your family your your church, your brothers and sisters in the faith, um, your friends, all of this. Um, you see things that 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 are that aren't good, that yeah. basically don't honor God. Yeah. And and as as someone who who loves someone, it's 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 not that it's not that um that that you don't that um how do I put this? It's as as if you loving someone it's just that you should address it, not because you're going to come down on them and, and, um, and make them feel condemned or, or make them feel bad about their actions. Deep down, they already know that there's something wrong with what they've done, mm-hmm. but they need someone to confront them, to, to correct them in love and in yeah. humility. And I, the, the Bible speaks on that. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, we, you know, as leaders, when you see something, right, I, I, I'd call it an injustice, mm-hmm. right? Because you can be upset about certain things in the body of Christ, right? There's, there's a godly anger, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus walked into the temple, he, he flipped tables, right? But in that, you know, the Bible is clear how to handle it. As mm-hmm. as leaders, we go and we speak to them, yeah, right? And then so on and so forth. If they don't yeah. receive it, then you bring um, other counsel yeah. to address the situation. But at times, at le- as, as leaders, you know, most of the times, we're not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. In most situations, we abs- we don't have the answers. Yeah. You know, so even confrontation, I feel like all leaders, this is something that all leaders yeah. deal with, you know? Yeah. Um, so to be able to deal with confrontation, it requires the wisdom of God. Yeah, It really does require the wisdom of God because you have to handle the situation with grace, with love, and, you know, not, you, you can't be biased. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, a situation might deal, most of the time in churches, it deals with 
one one group and, and another mm-hmm. group or, or another individual another individual yeah. right and you can't be biased you mm-hmm. you, must, you have to be fair in your dealings yeah <laughs> you know no yeah so that's why it's it's so important to just like it like it says in Joshua meditating in the word day in and day out yeah um because that unbiasedness that if that's a word and <laughs> yeah. um and um sh- and that impartiality that God talks about how mm-hmm. he loves everyone the same no matter where you come from, no matter what you do, he loves everyone the same. So we should move in the same manner. Mm-hmm. It all comes when we meditate in the word, because because when we meditate in the word and the word becomes alive and becomes and and like it says in Romans 12 too, it renews our minds. Yeah. It's just like we begin to not see things by the, the way of the world. We don't see things through how society sees them. We don't see, oh, well, she has a point in this person and that person. Yeah. No, we see it from. We begin to our our minds are are being renewed to look at things through God's perspective. Yeah. You know, to whose standard are you good and to whose standard are you bad? You know, mm-hmm. it's like Romans says, n- there's not one person. Every person falls short of the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. And even in your good acts, Romans also says, um, a person's good deeds is like a filthy rag, rag unto the ruler. <laughs> yeah. So, to whose standard are you good? You know, and and that's stuff that I've had to encounter the hard way. <laughs> mm. And and I've had to see it within myself, with see it within the people around me and it's really getting to the end of yourself and realizing like there's nothing good. I am worthy, I am righteous, I am holy not because of anything I've done, but all because of Jesus Christ yeah. and my faith in him. You know, Abraham wasn't wasn't righteous because of his deeds because he lied plenty of times and almost got people in situations because he lied about his wife. Yeah, exactly. You know, and in the midst of that, he wasn't righteous because of that, but he was righteous because of his faith in the Lord. And and a lot of people don't realize this, but when we try to walk in a manner that is holy or righteous, we were no better than the Pharisees because mm. that was the issue with the Pharisees. The Pharisees were so caught up in their, in their behavior, yeah. how they presented themselves around people and this, this and that they knew the law. They knew everything of the, all the statutes of the Lord and they behaved in such a way, but deep down it wasn't there. Like you could see, they knew, they knew the knowledge, they had the knowledge, but their lives weren't, there was no fruit. Yeah. Like in their Jesus lives. comes from outside your like whitewashed tombs. Mm-hmm. Right. But on the inside, Filthy. He's Filthy. like, he tells him, he's just like, like, little do you realize that the, that although the outside of your cousin may be clean, the inside is filthy. If you mm. only knew that if you clean the inside first, the outside would be clean also. And that's exactly what <laughs> that's Jesus sick. does when he comes into our lives. Yeah. He begins a sanctification process that, mm. that like we were saying before, it's not that I need to do this. I need to do that. But no, he starts to change us. Yeah. He starts us. He starts in our hearts and starts to go. Our attitude starts stops from going from "I need to do this, I need to do that" to "I want to do this, I yeah. want to do that." Yeah. Because God literally opens our eyes and see and shows us how good He is yeah. and how much we are in need of Him, and we need Him every day. Every day. So it's just like when we have that kind of humility, it's easier to 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 be able to to lead people because you're not leading people to yourself, but you're leading them to Him. Amen. Yeah, you know. and you're you know one of the things that I've, that oftentimes leaders might forget is you know you're you're accountable mm-hmm. you're accountable you know all these the teachers and those that that share the word of God right including all leaders you'll be judged more, more severely yeah mm-hmm. then then so <laughs> how much 
more should we be attentive to the things that are going on mm-hmm. right in in the body of Christ the mm-hmm. things that are happening you know and and I don't mean to say church because a lot of times leaders have you know like this is my church yeah. these are my people yeah no they're God's first and foremost mm-hmm. and those people are part of the body of Christ yeah even leadership in the sense of letting them work within their giftings. Mm -hmm. And I know I mentioned it before when we were speaking about some leaders, um, even, even when they get out of the picture, their shadows are so strong Mm -hmm. over the people that it, it even blocks the people yet. The leader might not be there physically, but his or her shadow, it makes it difficult for, for those that are in the church to develop their gifts and not, not being so, I feel like the problem, the reason that arises is because their eyes are so fixated on him or her, mm-hmm. you know, instead of being on Jesus. Yeah. Yes, they're the appointed men of God that are yeah. supposed to lead the sheep, mm-hmm. right? But ultimately, our eyes need to be fixed on Jesus. Yeah. Because then we get, we will get caught up in their shadow, whether they're there physically or not. Mm-hmm. We'll always be, okay, um, was this good? Was this good, pastor? Yeah. Did I do... Mm-hmm. No, how about Jesus? Did this honor you? Yeah. Did this give you praise? Does this give you even when we're in worship, right? Mm-hmm. At times, we're we're praising God, and at the end of you know service or whatever, it's like, oh man, that worship was so good. Or oh man, that prayer was so good. What what about Jesus? What did he think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, in in the Bible, it talks about how the 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 worship and the praise of of the people were like a, a clanging banging noises to god's ears he wasn't satisfied yeah you know and all this in leadership knowing that i love when you said you know removing yourself getting out of the way todd white also says this he he, uh preaches about that he says lord free me from me Mm -hmm. because sometimes we're our biggest problem no we are yes not sometimes we are (laughs) like like there is no situation where bad comes and it's not our fault, mm. you know. Um, you could you could um, get into any person in the Bible and they're in their situations not because the Lord. Sometimes it's because the Lord is trying to like, but it starts from a place of like making excuses, mm. like yeah. like or pride or fear. You know, God is trying to shake us out of that, and the only way that we know how to learn, unfortunately, is the hard way. <laughs> but the thing is that. But the thing is that literally most of the time God and and the Bible is trying to get us out of the way and mm. allow him to just work. Yeah. And it comes with obedience and it comes with faith in him first and then obedience. You know, mm. he says if you love me you obey my commandments. Yeah. And um and that's not that's not that's not a a burden. No. You know like the more we get into intimacy and relationship with God like you mentioned before, we, it's a desire. We want to Mm -hmm. because of our love for the Lord, you know, like for example, I love to bring this, like you're, you're in a marriage, right? Mm -hmm. You, it's not, I do this because I have to, it's because I get to, Yeah, I I love my spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, I I get to uh, enjoy the, the liberty, the freedom of just being open, being vulnerable. Um, if she if she says, "All right, can you help me out with this?" I I enjoy to because I love mm-hmm. because of the love that's there. And same thing with the Lord. You know, God tells us, you know, do this, do that, and it seems like it's a to do list, mm-hmm. right? But in reality, it's not. No, it, it comes from a place of love. Like Father, I love you. I get to honor you. 
I mm-hmm. get to be obedient to you. Yeah. Not because I'm forced to. God gives us free will. Mm-hmm. But, Father, I get to honor you. I get to enjoy you. I get to enjoy your presence. So I freely do it. Mm-hmm. I freely do it. Yeah. It's oh. And it's even greater when you realize that that was the purpose for which you were created. You know, you realize that you're literally right where you need to be. Sometimes we're chasing, we're chasing, we're finding, trying to find um, um, our callings in life and trying to find purpose and meaning. But when we little do we realize is that um, literally our purpose was found in him. Yeah. Our purpose is in him. So if you want to go anywhere, I mean, Adam didn't go far and wide to, if, I, I know we keep going back to Adam, but Adam did not go far or wide to find his purpose in life. Yeah. Like he literally was found in the midst of his relationship with the Lord. So it's just like, we're just constantly just, just, just trying to seek answers. Like, what am I good at? Like, like you were asking me like before we did this and and you introduced me as this leader, as a, as a vocalist, as an instrumentalist or whatever. Um, honestly and what did i tell you i'm whatever the lord needs me to be you yeah. know like i'm not I'm, i don't think i'm the best singer i'm definitely not the best instrumentalist i i i know enough of the bass and the drums to to fill the void yeah if there need be but you know what like like my heart has gone from a place from where it used to be solely about worship to now it's just like like i can't limit you lord mm. like like my my purpose is to glorify you to honor you to be in relationship so to you good. to know that i am found that i'm loved and i'm chosen by you before the creation of anything you know like you saw me you saw my life bef- end to finish i mean <laughs> beginning to finish you know and um and it's just like i mean i guess that's how god started right yeah, end to finish and to the there he knows and <laughs> to the beginning <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just like and and once we really understand that and grasp that, it's just like, God, I really don't have to do anything at all. Like, you literally just want to love me. And it's your love that makes me who I was who I was created to be. Mm. And it's not and it's not until I, I understand that 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 everything that you have called me to will come. You yeah. know, he says he doesn't give he doesn't hide anything from us. He gives us everything freely. He tells his disciples when he's still on the earth, like, I've told you everything, so therefore you're not my my disciples anymore, but you guys are my friends. Wow. You know, because he didn't hold anything back from them, but he gave everything to them. And that's back to relationships. It's just like, like Jesus was did not hold anything back from from them. Like he gave them everything wholeheartedly, knowing what would come out of that, you know, and that's the same intentions that we should have with but not just our significant other, but everyone around us, because because it's the love of God, it's the love of Christ that truly transforms and renews the lives of man. Yeah, it's it's that love that He came here to to seek after. It's our hearts that He came after, and 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 we get so caught up in just the wisdom and the knowledge and all this other stuff. But but it was so plain and simple to Him. He literally came from our hearts because once He has our hearts. He does the work in us yeah, and he gives us the Holy spirit. Yeah, yeah. He gives us the understanding that we need. He gives us the freedom to be free of ourselves and be able to bask in his glory and to, to walk in the, in the power and the authority that he gave us to walk in freedom, to not yeah. allow the things of this world to bring us down, to oppress us the way it did our whole lives and to deceive us into thinking a certain type of way because we didn't know any better or that we didn't have what, what he's get, what is found in him to mm. be able to walk in that. I feel like that's so good because being free from you, right? Like, think about it. When we get to heaven, it's all about him. It's mm-hmm. not about us. So, so how, <laughs> it's like, how could we, how could we walk into that without 
practicing that on no. earth while we're here. Heaven, heaven, <laughs> heaven, it, it, it's here now. Yeah, he says it's the not, kingdom is here. Behold, the kingdom is before you now. Exactly. It, it's heaven is here now. So if we can't do that now, if we can't take ourselves out of the picture and honor God and, and worship and glorify his, his name, you know, like think, I, I love this. God revealed this to me. Like, think how much you have yourself in the picture. Just look at your prayer life. Mm -hmm. If you're focused more on prayers for you and not prayers of thanksgiving, yeah. of thanking God for who he is mm -hmm. and glorifying his name, there's still some, some, some of you that needs to get out. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about him. Yeah. You know, there was a, there was a prayer that um, I believe it was Jacob. Jacob prayed when... Um, Esau was coming for him. Was it Esau that was coming for Jacob? It was Esau and Laban at a point. It was, it was a whole bunch of... <laughs> it was uh, my recollection. I'm trying to remember. But um, his brother was coming after him. And he prayed such a powerful prayer. And in that prayer, it majority of the prayer was honoring God mm -hmm. and thanking God for everything that God has done. It was just in one sentence that he requested what he needed. Yeah. From the Lord. Yeah. That his brother will have favor on him. Yeah. That it won't come mm, to harm him. That's good. That's good. Everything else was honoring God. The, the rest of the prayer was to honor God. How much, how often do we do that? We don't. And that's, and that's the problem because one thing I've realized is that like our lives are truly meant to just glorify. It has nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and that's the problem with, um, just, just, christianity as a whole like like some places really teach and it's about a, a a jesus that that benefits our lives yeah you know when jesus tells us like literally and i think it's it's um the verse of the day on that bible app but but it's but it's one of the verses but basically he's saying those who wish to those who wish to follow me must deny themselves and pick up their cross mm. and and then he goes on to say for if you choose to save your life, you will lose, lose it. it. Yeah. And this is the verse I'm talking about. But if you lose your life for my sake, you will find it. Yeah. And he goes on to say this other stuff like, um, because I'm a butcher I'm, and forgive me. It's like, for what good is if you gain the whole world, but lose your soul? And it's just, and it's so deep. And, and like God has put it in so in perspective so much and so clearly in my life. And it's just like, 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 what good is it? You yeah, know, yeah. like, like none of this stuff matters. Like, like yeah. truly you are the only, I, my place is in your presence. I was called to be with you, you know, and, and you see that in the Psalms, you see that with David, David knew where he belonged despite all his, all everything. Cause he had a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of things going on. He messed up a lot of times and he suffered for that. But at the end of all that misery and all the responsibility and everything that was on his life, he knew where he had to go. Mm. He knew where he belonged. Yeah. He knew who he was first. He mm. knew who he was. So good. <laughs> and and I don't think we really take for granted that that David's life for itself. And it's just like, like my my place is with with my father. At the you feet know, of Jesus. At the feet of Jesus. Yeah. Like Mary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And oh. and it's just that's it. You know, I just like. We could go back and forth with these things, but it's just literally, he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. It's all about Jesus. Uh-huh, and the more we deeper we get into life, the more we'll see that if we allow him to show that to us.
Now, how do we, for, for, I know God has, God has done it. Jesus has done it all. Mm-hmm. says it is finished. We, we have these promises of God as, as believers, as, you know, children of God. Mm-hmm. But how is it that we can truly activate these promises that, that God has given to us? Okay, this is a question that you told me to wait. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, my pastor was literally talking about holding on to the promises that we have, that, that he's given us. Mm-hmm. And um, Abraham is a perfect example. Abraham is probably the first example most people use. And obviously, for the, everyone knows. And for those who don't know, um, Abraham and Sarah couldn't have kids. And um, she was barren. And um, the Lord came to Abraham and promised him that he would have a kid. And and when Abraham heard that, he laughed. Because he was just thinking in his head, like, I'm, I, well, I'm 75 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah's who knows how much, but not that far off from me. And um, we're going to have a kid now. So you know what? But the thing is that he promised that to him. Yeah. And he didn't get the kid right away. Mm-hmm. How long was it? 25 years that it took? Oh, yeah. 25 years and even in the midst of that god kept reaffirming that promise to him and sarah the next time she heard it laughed you know which is what which gave isaac his name because i forget the definition but i know it has to do with laughter yeah Yeah. god god picked up on it he said he he asked her why she laughed Mm -hmm. and 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 the way we activate those promises those promises are there but they're not they're not according to when we want them god Mm -hmm. God is going to give us those promises and give those promises into fruition at a certain time, at the perfect time. You know, there's a lot of stuff that sometimes we're not prepared. We're not ready for a lot of the stuff that God promises us. And there's a time that we have to go through to prepare for that, you know. And and for for Abraham, it was 25 years that it took him to be ready for that promise. Wow. Because if it wasn't for, for him, for that time that he spent with the Lord in those 25 years, when it came down to Abraham being tested by the Lord and offering his son as a sacrifice, he wouldn't have the, the, the boldness to do it yeah. if he didn't know the Lord. Because that, if he didn't... time of, of developing yeah. intimacy and, and trust, really mm-hmm. trusting the Lord. Yeah. Oh, man, if, that's if, good. If he, if he never developed that with the Lord and it came down to being tested, because it was, it was ultimately Abraham's faith... And, and that action and that testing that he put on to Abraham was foreshadowing him giving over his own son as, as our sacrifice. Yeah. You know? Oof. So it's just like, it's crazy. So it's just like if, if Abraham hadn't developed that relationship with the Lord when it came to that testing and when it came to him walking up that mountain with his son and his son asking him, where is that? Where is the sacrifice? Where's the lamb? He said, God will provide. God will provide. <laughs> And it's because he knew yeah. whether it would actually be Isaac or God would provide someone else or he would provide him with another son if he was faithful. Yeah. He ultimately knew that God would provide. Come on. And it was his faithfulness that ultimately gave open the door for all of us to receive the sacrifice that yeah. ultimately our father gave provided for us. So that's why he became the father of faith, the father, father of, faith, of many yeah. nations mm-hmm. because of his faith in the Lord. Not because of his works. No. You, you go. You, we look at all these great men of God, mm-hmm. right? That the Bible speaks about, and God did not look one bit about 
their actions and what they did. We we all know what David did. We we know what Noah Noah was a drunk, right? Mm-hmm. All these things, but God never looked at that. Noah a drunk, and God saves him mm-hmm. and wipes out everybody else. Yeah, and. Sometimes as Christians, we're just thinking, man, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did it. Yeah. Still have our eyes on, on, on us. Mm-hmm. It's not about us yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bible's so clear. It's, it's, it's right in front of us. Yeah. But the difficulty to truly accept that and take it in mm-hmm. as God, this is what you have said. So it is so. Yeah. I, be- I believe it. You know, there's a song that goes, um, it's okay to act like it. Right. If you don't feel it, act like you're loved, walk like you're free. Right. Mm-hmm. All these things. And at times, sometimes as believers, we got you just got to push. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you will fall into sin and you are not going to feel like you're forgiven. Yeah. But according to God, you're forgiven. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, one, one John one nine. If we confess of our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and yeah. to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a promise. Yeah. That's the truth. God God said he has put his word, his own word, above his own name. Mm-hmm. Think of that. Jesus, name above all names. <laughs> God's word is above his own name. Yeah. So in his word, in his promises, he's not going to go back. All shall pass away, but my word. Always remain. Yes. So if he says that about us, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's not God that needs to give you more faith. You got to believe the faith has been given. Yeah. Um. I forgot where it says in the Bible, but the same measure of faith has been given to to all men. Yeah. So the same faith that Peter had, the same faith that Peter, the one that walked on water, had. Yeah. You have that same faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now to just believe, to just simply believe, and to walk in it. it it's it's just that and. Through the development, I believe, through the development and the growing of intimacy in your relationship with God, yeah. you know, it'll fall into place. Mm-hmm. At times, we're focused more on so many other things like, I got I to gotta get more faith. I got to learn more about wisdom. I got to learn more about knowledge. I gotta, but if you just focus on Jesus, everything else is going to click. Yeah. It'll flow. Yeah. You don't got to, I, I need more faith. And then you press in. How, mm-hmm. do, how do I get, how do I get get more faith and all yeah. this you focus on jesus the faith will come will come with it mm-hmm. the wisdom he, the godly uh heavenly wisdom will come with it yeah you know yeah oh man that's good stuff bro yeah. um it reminds me of um it reminds me when i first uh when i gave my life back to the lord um what was it like you know it's crazy that you say that it's so crazy that you say that like when I gave my life back, you know, the moment, the day that you gave your life to the Lord, you know, I had, <laughs> it's good we're talking about, I had, um, God, God put it on my heart and I had a question for him. I said, God, why is it that we rededicate our lives to you? Mm-hmm. Just think about that for yeah. a second. Like, Lord, you know, people come back and I rededicate my life to the Lord. Your life, the moment you, you dedicated your life to it's him, always it's always been, yeah. But the reason we feel as though, like, God, I have to rededicate, I have to come back to you, Mm -hmm. is because what we, like the prodigal son, right? Yeah, what we've done. But look at at the acceptance of the father. Mm -hmm. He just embraced him. Yeah. He just loved him. He he didn't, he didn't remember. He didn't, he didn't say, oh, you got to re-become my son again. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy that we do that. Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah. Because granted, thinking, just as you're saying that, I, I. I could literally see how God was in the midst of all the stuff that I was in 
and 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 all the suffering that I was yeah. in, how he was taking so care of me. He never left you. Yeah, he never left me. <laughs> and and so yeah, good. that's good. But yeah, I remember going back to that. I remember I remember that I was struggling a lot because one of my, my biggest issues was uh, depression and anxiety. Mm. And I remember that I was questioning in my heart, why am I going back to the very thing that didn't work to begin with? Mm. Um, and uh, and I remember that um, I would actually go to you and talk to you and and just like just be like, yo, I got so many. I got all this stuff and I like I, I I came here because I got no other direction to go. I have no way. Everything I tried has not has 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 failed. And um and I'm praying and I'm reading my word and this, this and that. And then you brought me to Matthew six thirty three and uh it like literally changed my perspective in, in a way where it was just like like why are you seeking the Lord, you know? What are your intentions with the Lord? And um and Matthew six thirty three clear as day is seek first the kingdom of heaven, so powerful. his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. And um, I may it made me realize that the reason why I struggled so much in my walk when I was younger, like in high school, um, was because of the fact that I was generally I was I was I was serving a lot. I was doing so much for God. Yeah. But it was just like it it was it was the way that I grew up in in way of thinking that um that I had to work for, 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 um, I had to work for love. Like mm. I had to like, like the only way I would receive love if is if I did something in return, you know, unfortunately. And, um, and so it was that, that with, with my relationship with the Lord, I was serving a lot. I was in high school since freshman year. It was yeah. Just I like, remember. <laughs> yeah. I was known as the Jesus freak in high school. I was ridiculed. I was criticized because yeah. I, I did a lot of bold things. Yeah. And I was at church like seven days in the week, like never went out and this, this and that. And, and granted, I didn't do it like, like I wasn't like dreading it. Like I did it cause I, I, I generally loved the yeah. Lord, mm-hmm. but there was still, there was still issues in my life that I was struggling with, whether it was just stuff at my home or just in my heart and stuff like that it was a lot of things and they kept piling up. And, and I was doing all this stuff thinking, I guess, subconsciously thinking that as, as long as I was remained in the faith, believing and serving more than anything, that God would just deal with these things once and for all. And I guess my intentions weren't there. Mm. And I struggled until I finally gave up, not just in myself, but gave up in the Lord. And I got in, I went back into the world and, and when 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 I came back, it was just like like why am I coming back to the same thing that didn't work the first time? But it's crazy, it's crazy. Like I could get into just that little part before getting back into the into the Lord, um, not going back into the Lord, but um, Him receiving me with open arms, you yeah. know. Um, what's it called? I realized that that um, obviously before going back and making the decision to physically get involved in fellowship, it was just like. I was at, I was coming to the end of myself. Like I was so miserable. So, so just, just devastated. Like no hope. I was willing to do absolutely anything. Like, and I remember one, one, I don't know if it was Friday night or it was Friday night because Saturday was when we would have Bible studies. And, uh, Friday night I was bar hopping with a whole bunch of friends and I was drunk and I was sipping on something in the back of the car. And I remember the Holy spirit just come over me and sober me up. 
just like that, Oof. like just at the snap of a finger. Yeah, chills, man. <laughs> yeah, I sobered up and I felt the presence of God over me, and I and and that feeling could never could never be um, mistaken with anything else because like I grew up in I grew up in church, I grew up leading worship, and and I know when the presence of God is yeah. around. So I felt that sensation all over again, and um, and I felt like the words the um big things are coming ahead just just rang in my head like this like like um things are going to be different like getting that kind of like confirmation things are going to be different big things are coming and yeah and then the next day i start i started i went to bible study and but it wasn't like god like restored me right away it was like i needed to learn these things i need to really yeah. see what was the issue back then and when you gave me that verse, it really put things into perspective into like, why am I seeking you? Like, mm -hmm. what is the purpose behind me seeking you? Am I seeking you because you make my life better? Yeah, you do. But what is the main reason, you know? Yeah. Is the reason behind salvation? Am I scared to die and, 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 and not, not be sure where I end yeah. up? Um, but yeah, you know, at the end of it, it was just like, it was for my own benefit, you know? Oh, wow. And, and that's why there was things that God wanted to do in my life that weren't coming through, going to fruition because I was still in that mentality that this is mainly for me. Mm. And I started to change the way I pursued God. I started to change the way I think about the Lord. And in the midst of that, it was probably like six, seven months that bef by the time of those, those months had passed, I realized like, yo, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not not waking up in the in the morning and i'm feeling pain like for no reason i'm not waking up and i'm feeling anxious like like i realized that my anxiety and my depression had gone away in the process of me um, kindling a relation a genuine relationship with the lord look at god yeah <laughs> and and it makes me think of even um solomon yeah um and his and his story with the lord his first encounter with the lord and um I don't think a lot of people pay attention in how that correlates with 633, whereas Solomon was visited by the Lord in his dreams. And basically because of his father, God, um, his father, um, God told him that ask for anything and it will be yours, basically honoring his father through that. And, and, and what he asked for, everyone knows he asked for wisdom, but the thing is that people don't know how he asked for wisdom, you know? And and it says that in his word, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remember word for word, but basically, he asked for the wisdom to govern his people, to lead his people. Yeah. He wasn't thinking about himself. He wasn't asking for wisdom for his, over his life on how to live his life and how to establish it and make it successful and how to wow, do things good. right. But he was thinking about the benefit of the people of God. He wasn't thinking about himself. Wow. He was seeking out wisdom so that he could lead his people better than his own father. And 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 it says oh, in the God. word that God was astonished by his answer. And 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 he was just like for the way that you answer this, you that will be yours, but even everything else that anyone else would ask for whether it's riches, glory, um the fame, you know, all this that any other person would ask for, consider it yours as well. So good. <laughs> That's so good. And what really hit me was how he, like you said, how he acts for wisdom, not even looking at himself, mm -hmm. like give me the wisdom, right? But for these people, your people, mm -hmm. man, I miss that. 
man. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, wow. bro. And I've and I've hold held down to that for for my life, bro. Cause it's just like it's these little things, man. We we see past them, but they're so big. And it's just like like we're literally created for his glory. You'll see any prophet, any example in the Bible, and they're what they're even though they've been called by the Lord, it's not for their own good. It's for their benefit. It's for it's for the glory of oh God. God. Yeah. You know, like like he even used Pharaoh for his glory, even though it was it, it to man it looked like he was going against God, mm-hmm. but it was only to reveal the glory of the Lord. You know, and it's just like everything and every person is is meant to glorify God. And this and, is why we're born. This mm-hmm. is the reason why we're here. Yeah, to glorify him. So the question is, how how am I living today? How am I glorifying the Lord? And why am what are my intentions with you, God? Or is it for myself or is it to to bring you glory, to bring people to the revelation of your glory, oh God? Amen. You Amen. Know? And and I feel like until we get to that point, it's just like we're gonna be running around in circles. Yeah. You know, and we're gonna be and we're gonna be trying to seek these answers in the word, but the word is always gonna be directing gonna be pointing back to Jesus. Amen. That's so good. Do you do you believe that the reason sometimes that people kind of get um so focused on themselves, even as Christians, is because they sometimes don't they don't believe or or should I say they don't think the finished work of Jesus is enough. But without even without even saying it, mm-hmm. because think of it like this, you know, anything that we do that we add to Jesus's perfection is polluted. Mm-hmm. And and that's my prayer all the time. Every time it 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 it, it comes to me speaking up, me pouring into someone. Mm-hmm discipling and instructing people that's always my prayer when it comes to my relationships like like it's not even it's not even in terms of of instructing people and leading them to jesus but our lives are it's themselves our ministries and 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 you hear this a lot because it's true us as believers our lives are going to be put under my microscope yeah absolutely so so the way that we live our lives, we have to live it according to his word, to his statutes, to his, to bring him honor and glory. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, honor me in my commandments and you, you won't only find honor with, with, with God, but also with man, Yeah, you know? And, and it's, and it, and it, and my prayer is, is God help me be a good example wherever I go, despite whether I'm standing at, at the altar or, or I'm in the midst of a uh, of fellowship and community and just diving into Bible study sessions, you know, mm-hmm. or if I'm leading worship or this, this and that God it's in my life. Yeah. Whether it's when I invite people at my house or whether I'm hanging out with friends or I'm with my family, God reveal yourself. May you be glorified in my life. Amen. Help me get out the way that you may be manifested in my life. Like Galatians two twenty. It's like it's no longer me, who live, yes. but Christ who lives with me, and Amen. and the life that I live here on earth, I live it by faith that that Jesus Christ is living it by faith in me. Yes, that that I have that kind of conviction, knowing that no Jesus, they're gonna encounter Jesus. I don't want to get in the way of that. Come on, I don't ever want to get in the way of that. And the more I realize that I get in the way, the more it breaks me. Yeah, the more it hurts me. Yeah, because I know that 
people aren't going to be changed. People aren't going to be impacted by anything that I do. Yeah. Anything that I've done in my life has come from the, from the, from the, the result of Jesus being Lord and Lord over my life from, from the seed that he gave, that he put into me when I first gave my life to him. I am who I am by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with me. So good. So whenever people try to commend me and, and the Lord says that the glory will come, mm -hmm. you know, I always, I always bring it back to him because I could not have done anything. I am not the man that I am. If it were up to me, I probably would be in jail. I maybe would be dead. I wouldn't be married right now. Mm -hmm. I'd be a complete mess if it wasn't for the Lord. So I can't take credit for anything or anything that I have. Yeah. So it's just like, I always got to give it back to him because it goes back to being humble. It comes back to acknowledging who you are. That's and right. at the deep, at the root of it all, we are sinners. Yeah. There is wickedness in us. There is nothing good. If you read the book of Genesis, that's all you'll see. The, mm. the downfall of man, the wickedness of man. There being nothing good in man. And we're still, we're in the times that we're in now, don't look that far different from the times in Genesis, the times of Noah. So it goes to show that there is nothing good within us. Yeah. But Christ in us, the hope of glory. And that's the difference between between us and people who don't believe. Yeah. We're all the same, but the difference is that we have Jesus. But despite having Jesus in our lives, we need Jesus just as much as they do. Yeah. Not knowing him. Not forgetting, not looking at them and thinking that that we're better because we have Jesus. Mm -hmm. No. That there was a point in your life, there was a point in my life that we were just like them. Yeah. We didn't have Jesus. Mm -hmm. And and even though now we have Jesus, we we still fall. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is by the grace of God that we're covered. Yeah. You know, Jesus is is, is the, the reason that we are able to come so freely to God the Father. Mm -hmm. Without him, we're nothing. Yeah. Oh, wow. John 15 <laughs> right there. So good. So, John, it's been a pleasure having you here. <laughs> and I want to give you the floor to say anything to anybody who might who might be listening. Maybe this is their first time. Or maybe they've been a believer. They've been straying away from the Lord. Um, I just want you to to just say something and just pray for them right now. Oh man, I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is it's just from what I've been going through lately. It's just what I realized is that our faith is so essential to our walks. It's so essential. It's so essential to our identities. And I just want to share the scripture real quick. It's, uh, I love it. I love the whole chapter, but first Peter chapter one, um, the whole book is the whole chapter is, is fire. But, um, but I want to leave you guys with hope. And chapter one, First Peter chapter one, verse three and so forth. I'll read it. And um, it's literally titled a heavenly inheritance. And in other interpretations, it's talking about hope. It says, Bless, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away reserved in you for reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time so right that right there 
you are kept safe by the power of God through your faith, preparing you for salvation. And I'll keep going. I'm sorry. It's a lot. Um, in this, you greatly rejoice. And this is, this is what I want you guys to focus on because we all go through it. And, 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 and I know that sometimes in our walks, we're not as motivated and, and we're not as on fire. Mm-hmm. And there's moments where, um, where, um, we just want to give up hope and we ask ourselves, what's the point of all this? Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to really meditate on, on, on verse six. It says, in this, you greatly rejoice though. Now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Mm. Amen. Amen. It's... It's um it's something that has been really just in my heart and reminding me each and every moment when I'm going through hardships because right now even speaking to you guys like I was telling Kevin God is revealing a lot of stuff to me and and the thing is that I don't see it as as him being mean or punishing me he's showing me love he's showing me mercy he's showing me grace because if he doesn't reveal these things to me, then I can't grow in my faith. I can't grow in my walk. I can't walk the walk that he's called me to. There's one path, and that's him. And until we get out the way, it's not going to happen. So I, I encourage you guys with this word. Have it close to your hearts and and just know that, that when you go through various trials, it's only to strengthen you. It's only yeah. to build your faith up. It's only to draw you closer to him. Yes. Because that's exactly where you belong. And and you'll see, although sorrow may come through in the night, joy will come in the morning. And his joy is what sustains us. His joy is our strength. Amen. Amen. So I guess I'll just pray. <laughs> Close us out with a prayer, brother. All right. Dearly beloved Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness, Lord, your mercy and your grace, oh God. We thank you because without it, Lord, we are absolutely nothing, Lord. There is no worth. There is nothing good in us besides you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you showed us so much love and so much compassion and mercy enough to give us chance after chance to receive you, Lord, to open our hearts up to you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that it is by your mercy and your grace, Father, that our eyes have been opened to the truth, Lord. That we could live lives transformed and renewed by your spirit and by your love, O oh God. I just thank you, Lord, for, for this moment, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for you are good, Lord, and your mercy endures forever, God. I just want to thank you, Lord, for everyone listening, Lord. I want to thank you for everyone this world, Lord. Um I just wanna I just wanna pray for my um my brother in Lord the body lord i just pray lord that you give them strength lord you give them hope father you you instill in them a fresh fire lord to ultimately continue lord to continue stand um steadfast in your love lord and your statures father and ultimately lord the faith the assurance knowing lord that you will greatly reward them lord for but for the time being lord we must endure for your own goodness lord for your glory oh god 
Let us be passionate about your glory, Lord. Let us be passionate about your purpose, Lord. Let us just be in all of you. Let us, Lord, help us to get out of the way, Father, ultimately that your glory may be revealed before all creation, God. Because that's what they're waiting for, Lord. They're waiting for the revelation of your children, Lord. Yes, Lord. Allow us to get out the way so that you could truly reveal your children within us all, Father. And we could see your glory here on earth as it is in heaven, God. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord. We give you all the glory. In your mighty and precious and beloved name, Jesus, we pray, amen. Amen. Jonathan, thank you. God bless you guys. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you subscribe for future episodes and feel free to rate and review. For more information and ways to support, check out our website at abreathwithbrefo.com.